There we go, baby. All right. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. Hello, and we have an aeroplane that's over the line and takes up everything in the sky. It's this big. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. And today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Sonic Circus, and they have a new album called Everything, which was released at the end of last year. And Right now, I'm being joined by Jimmy to share some more information about what the band has got going on and about this stellar release. And as Gabriel had mentioned, we're planning to chat about a couple of tracks, Aeroplane and Over the Line. We'll see if, ah, we, okay. we'll see if we get there or not. But uh, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. Much appreciated, mate. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the decor in your house, if that's your house. For, for what it just <laughs> it looks cool. There's stuff all over the place. Yeah, I've got a little, a little thing here, a Buddha thing, and yeah, all sorts of stuff going on in here. It's a mess. I've got kids too, so it's a mess. <laughs> well, at least they're they're Buddha kids. So do you do you do that? Do you do like a Buddhist thing? No, no, we don't. No, it's just it's just a nice sort of different kind of picture thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I've tried to ask, but it's never worked. <laughs> Groovy. That's something you'd mentioned. You have kids. Uh, little one went to school today, first day back, and so I gotta, I gotta do the flip side. So it's summer there, or it's summer, yeah, summer, right? It's summer here, and it's today. It's pouring rain and freezing cold. Okay, we have we haven't had much of a summer at all this year. Okay, which is kind of yeah. good. That's kind of good though, because last year we had a heap of bushfires, so we needed the rain to keep the ground wet. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my theory anyway. There we go. I remember that now. Out of out yeah. of everything that happened last year, that was one of the many things. There's pretty big bushfires down here. Yeah, but uh, no, it's been very wet, so there's no fires this year. That's good. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that they are the kids are going in person. Is that an option, or is is everything reasonably okay? I hear things are getting better down there. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty much open. Uh, schools are back. Uh, they all started back today. Um, most of the retails opened up again. We still got to wear masks everywhere we go, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the the virus is is pretty much under control here at the moment, which is good because it's summer. We'll see what happens when winter rolls around again. Yeah, at the moment things are good, which is great. Okay, perfect. Now, let's go back to chatting about last year because this record came out at the end of last year, mm. which. I'm guessing or speculating that means then that it was produced, recorded, written within the confines of the pandemic? Uh, No, no. It was actually, we've been writing, (laughs) it's quite a long story, but I'll try and shorten it for you. But we've been together for about five years, this band, but we've had um, one of our guitar players, Vic, has had to go backwards and forwards overseas for work. So he'd been living over in Texas for a while. He'd been living in Japan for a while. And so to try and write and put stuff together while he's overseas in a completely different time zone was a lot more difficult than what we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, you know, a constant thing, constant battle back and forth. But then he's now come back to Australia in 2019. So we spent a lot of 2019 finishing it off. And then uh, late 2019, before all this stuff hit, we went in and recorded. And then we just took our time just putting it together, just making sure we got the sounds right, making sure we got everything sounding pretty good. And and we held on to it for a while because of the pandemic. 
And then we just thought, you know what, just put it out. Let's just put it out. Let's just start doing videos and try and do it that way rather than just go, here's the album, see you later. You know, and then in three weeks' time, all your promos finished. You can't go anywhere with it. So we've just taken a long time, uh, but next time it won't be as long because we're all back together now. So we should be able to make it work pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Which would be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Now, something you mentioned was taking the time to dial in the sounds. Take us through that. What was that like? What was what was easy to dial in? Where you dialed in like a sound, and you're like, okay, that's done. And then you go to dial in the next sound, maybe, and it's like, oh, for the love of this, isn't working. Yeah, well, um, our, our guitar player Vic is the man that kind of does all of that stuff, and he is, I love the guy to death, but he's a, the, one of the biggest perfectionists I've ever met, <laughs> and so he will he will sit there and mess around with sounds and tones and stuff for hours and hours and days and days, and chop and change and and then get end up with something that he likes. So he's kind of the man that that, that does all that, and we just let him go because he's. Like I say, because he's a perfectionist, we just say, mate, take it and go and do whatever it is you need to do to, to you know, make yourself happy and, and make the song sound great. And um, we get them back eventually. It takes a little bit of time. <laughs> but, but you know, when they come back, they're usually pretty good. So he's a very talented man. Um, and I, I, I think more so than having any, any dramas, you know, with, with sounds and getting stuff together, I, I think he's the sort of guy that just loves experimenting and doing all that stuff. So it never becomes a chore for him. Mm-hmm. That, that's, you know, he loves doing it. So we just leave him to his own devices. Okay. Was he doing the most of the engineering on the record then? No, no. So we had, um, we had a guy called Chris Themelko uh, here in Melbourne uh, do all the engineering for us. He's a pretty well-known producer here with all the metal bands and hard rock bands. Um, works out of a home studio like a lot of people do these days. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's fantastic at what he does. So it was more around the – Vic was more around, you know, the guitar tones and the little um, the little bits between the songs, the little effects and stuff that are on, on the album between the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, Chris is fantastic, got a great sound and great guy to work with. A lot yeah. of Aussie bands with him. Very cool, very cool. Now – um, I had a brain fart for a second there. I was, I, I had a, I, there was a train wreck in my head. It wasn't really a brain fart so much, Jimmy. It was a train wreck in my head. I had two different ideas. Like, man, yeah. if I could reach the keyboard, I would search the internet right now for that guy and find out, was he the guy in that band that is from Australia? And I know that's so specific, but I'm j- trying to remember the name of yeah. that band while I was also like, Ooh, I could ask a question about the album, and then the train wreck happened in my head right there. Uh, yeah, he, he's in a band. He's in a band called Orpheus Omega. Very heavy, heavy, heavy band. Okay, and yet he loves he loves working on hard rock stuff, which is pretty funny because he sings in that band and he's a full on growler. And then he works with me on my on my vocals when I'm in there recording. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Orpheus Omega is the name of his band. Very good band. Okay. What's it like uh, working on the vocals with him? Like, what are some of the things that he does? He, he's got this really good ear for melody. And so my, my background is like, um, as a singer, is, you know, Kiss and Van Halen and, you know, ACDC, Skid Row, those big sounding vocals, you know. And when I go in with Chris, it's funny because he's like a death metal guy, death metal singer. Um, but he starts singing like, 
really well as well, <laughs> and he, <laughs> which is really surprising. And um, yeah, he, he's he's got a great ear where he looks at things from a, a I guess a more metal angle than what I might. And when we're working together, you know, I'll have my ideas and, and the way I typically sing, and then he will say to me, you know, let's take this out to left field and something you've never done before. How about this sort of thing? You know, so he's just got these ideas that I wouldn't have in my head because I've I've got that whole hard rock mentality of ah! <laughs> and he'll he'll come in with some different ideas, which is great, and we work really well together. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you do do you need does he work with you on that the that whole yeah. like yes yes and he's going to teach me how to do some growling uh, this year because I want to try and add some bit more depth to the next recording there might be some death metal growls on it if I can get them right yeah <laughs> yeah I hear it's if you learn how to do it it's possible without straining or hurting your voice yeah that's what they tell me I'm still <laughs> waiting for lessons but yeah <laughs> yeah well and then I mean. Uh, years ago, I had found some multi-tracks available of uh, Def Leppard, and I'd always heard the joke about the huh, but there were so many backing tracks of just huh. Yeah, yeah. you got to get the, <laughs> yeah, the right. You can't get the huh right. It loses its, you know, it loses the excitement. It does. <laughs> it, was, it was also like four layers of synth sawtooth bass underneath the bass guitar, which I thought was a really unique uh, yeah, way to to center in that bass. What's up, baby? Can you send me those multi tracks, please? If I can find them again, yeah. Uh, okay. A couple, a couple of cool ones that we had at one point. I'll see if I can find them. Billy Jean. Oh from, wow! Yeah, from Michael Jackson, which was super cool. Yeah. All the layers that they had going on there. Uh, yeah, you know, muting the shaker and finding out that that shaker does so much for the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those little nuances make all the difference. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. speaking of little nuances making all the difference, mm. everything, it's everything. Those nuances are everything, especially when you're talking about airplanes and over the line. So <laughs> first thing I wanted to, to ask was six track album. Why not make it eight? Why not make it ten? Yeah, well, again, that was a that was a time and a cost thing, basically. Um like I said, we, because we'd taken so long to get everything together, because we, we were all, you know, one guy's in a different part of the world, um, you know, all working and all that sort of stuff. So it was difficult. But we, we had an option to do a, a couple of other songs, and we thought, you know what, well, let's hold them back because we didn't want to make the album too long. And I think with the sort of music we're doing, the, the songs are already so long that you just don't want to end up boring people you know what i mean and and sometimes it can become you don't want it to be a, become a chore you want these songs to just flow and so because they've all got little bits in between each song it, it we kind of tried to make it like a story but not too long a story and that's really all that all it was but also the other fact of course is money as well in the studio you know and, and needing having enough money to be able to afford that extra time and sometimes you just haven't got it mm-hmm. so um, yeah, so we kept it at the, at the six tracks, and uh, we've actually just finished recording another four, which I guess we could have waited and put on the album, but then it still wouldn't be out now. We'd be waiting until, you know, 
halfway through this year to get it out. And then by that stage, it becomes like, you know, we've been working on this stuff for four or five years and you end up getting sick of it, I think. So we just wanted to get it out. We'd finished it off, get it out, and then go and work on some new stuff so that we can keep the music coming rather than here's an album and we'll see you in 12 months' time for another one. We're going to try and keep that promotion going right across with videos for each song and, you know, just keep things flowing. So is there an, an extended play coming this year? Uh, no, we're going to do vinyl. We're going to do a vinyl release this year of the album. Um, and then with that, uh, we're looking at putting in these new, these four new songs as like a little bonus thing Mm -hmm. for people who buy the album. And then later on in the year, we'll release them. Okay. There'll be new music, but it'll take a few more months down the track. All right. Perfect freaking plan. Now you mentioned it was a story, unless I misheard. What is the story to this album? What is this album about? Oh, yeah, there's no real story. It's not like a concept album in any way. It's just that the idea was to to get the songs flowing into each other. So one song finishes and then, you know, you've got a little atmospheric thing or whatever it was that Vic's put in there, some sort of keyboard thing, to try and tie the songs in together. So the ending of one song going into the beginning of the next song. So it just keeps flowing sort of the whole way. That's the idea behind it. But this, I guess the lyrics you know, through the album sort of talk about uh, addiction, obviously, and, um, and and depression and fighting through bad times in your life. Um, the three of us in the band have all had some tragedy over the last sort of three or four years. And so as well as doing the album and the music, you know, I guess it sort of flows on and affects your even your writing style, you know, when you're when you've had some tragedy in your life, people die and that sort of thing, and you're trying to write music, and it becomes, you know, very emotional. And so, yeah, the lyrics, most of the lyrics are about that sort of hard time that a few of the, all three of us really um, went through with just some deaths of parents and that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's all about lost love, addiction is in some of it, depression, all those really, you know, happy topics. Mm-hmm. All those glorious <laughs> topics, which thankfully, I think last year you were probably able to get away from a lot of that. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, that was just continuing on, too, now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. You know, you think it's over, and then you get to the, I don't know, the dessert section or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope we're at the dessert section. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that wasn't just the soup and salad bar last year. Exactly. <laughs> do you guys have you guys have buff like soup salad bar buffets in Australia? Yeah, okay. yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We used to have lots, and now um, there's not as many. But yeah, we got them. Okay. <laughs> I wonder how many of them are going to survive. Well, I guess so the people would just you know make them again. Because here it wasn't really an acceptable thing to do during the pandemic. Yeah, going to the soup bars and then leaning over all the food and coughing and spluttering and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A- adding extra flavor to the food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> cool. So there, you mentioned music videos for each one of the tracks, and I'm going to go ahead and yeah. uh, bring up Aeroplane on my computer just to refresh my memory. But uh, take us through uh, these videos. How are they being done uh, throughout the pandemic? 
Yeah, so, um, well, Aeroplane is a lyric video and um, that was, I, I'm, I'm doing all the videos for these songs myself. So Aeroplane, I'd never done it before, so I tried to sort of just teach myself, you know, and, and um, I thought, oh, we'll do lyric videos for all these songs. We won't do, you know, proper videos because I thought that's probably all I can do is a lyric video. And, um, and then I thought, no, nah, stuff it. Let, let's just go for it. You know, who cares? So I'm, I've been learning as I went. And with the, um, the latest one, the latest video, everything, that was done when we were in lockdown um, for 12 weeks. So we had planned with that one to do a bit of a band-type shoot but obviously we couldn't see each other for 12 weeks. We were hardly allowed to leave our houses. So that's why that video is mainly my head <clears throat> because I was the only one with a camera that you know could really do anything. But I, I jumped out of the house one day and, uh, and drove over to Vic's place with a GoPro, which I wasn't allowed to do, but I thought, stuff it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. So mm -hmm. I did that, went to dropped off the camera to him, with my mask on and all that stuff, ran off, went home, didn't get caught. Um, and he did his parts in his house. I did my parts in my house and he sent me all the files and I put it all together and that, that, that was our lockdown video. And the one before that, um, over the line, we did that about a week before we all got locked down. So we were very lucky in that one that we were still able to get together um, just at my house. So we, we're, I'm doing them all here, learning as I go. If I make mistakes, I make mistakes. If, I, if it looks good, then awesome. And you just, I'm just trying to get better with each one. And I'm working on uh, the fourth song at the moment, which is a song called River on the album there. It's a bit of a guitar attack. I think the last two minutes are just all guitars. And um, so working on that at the moment. So that, that should be out uh, hopefully in the next three to four weeks. Okay, right about the same it's time all... this will be airing. Right, yeah, cool, yeah. Well, it's it, we're basically DIY, you know. There isn't a lot of money around to pay for, you know, big video productions and PR and all that sort of stuff. Um, so we're doing it all ourselves, you know. We've, been, we've all been around a long time, so we know a, a bit about how things work, especially here in Australia. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's all, it's all do-it-yourself, mate. Like the old punk days, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess we can take a lot from the, the DIY punk days. They did it, you know, because they wanted to beat the man. Now people are doing it just because the technology is available. So yeah, why not? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, there's, there's a lot more work, you know, and, it, and I guess it takes away a little bit from, you know, just being a musician and, and writing and, you know, spending all your time doing the music. But at the same time, you know, you've got to pay so much money for all this stuff that, you know, it ends up killing a lot of bands because you just can't afford it. Mm -hmm. So if you can do it yourself, you know, why not? Yeah. That's how we're looking. Mm. Now I'm flipping through the music video to see if we return to the riot footage. Oh, on but, everything? Yeah, on everything, yeah. So we've got, is that you on the bridge with the, the thing or no? Uh, in the beginning, there's a guy on a bridge with a flare. Oh. <clears throat> no, no, it's all it's all it's all stock footage that that I managed to get a hold of. I was very mm -hmm. lucky. There's some good stuff out there <laughs> that help 
that helps with these kind of videos. Yeah. I wish it was me, but no. Not me. No, I'm gonna say that's you that's you stuffing it. That's you breaking the rules right there. Yeah, I should just say, yeah, it is me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm yeah. on there. I'm yeah. dude with the <laughs> with, with a with a GoPro and a flare. We weren't supposed to. I thought with I'll do it with flare. Yeah, no one saw me doing it either. I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy stuff. Okay. Now I guess my next big question, because you mentioned that vinyl is coming. It's kind of like, what's the plan for, for the year? But it sounds like yeah. uh, you kind of mentioned that already. Um, mm. Now, this could be misinformation or disinformation, either one. But I heard that in New Zealand, they had a music festival. They did. Okay. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, actually, it was... Um it was over New Year's, yeah, the New Year's, New Year's Eve celebration. They had like 15,000 people in New Zealand over there for wow. that. It was amazing. Yeah. So it sounds like then you guys might actually be able to get together and play some shows this year, at least in Australia. Yeah, well, yeah, gigs, gigs are coming back. Um, they started up uh, probably about six weeks ago, and it was all seating gigs, so... You know, you'd go into a bar or a pub that might hold, I don't know, 200 people, like a smallish sort of venue here, and and you'd have, um, I think it was about 60 people all sitting down. And, you know, when you're in a rock band or, or a heavy band and you're playing to people who are just sitting at tables and getting table service and that sort of thing, I think it, it's kind of, I don't know, it's just it's weird to me, you know. I'd, I'd rather see people up and about and jumping around, but obviously you can't. You can't do that at this point in time, but um, they are they are starting up and letting more people in as as things as long as COVID stays cool, then they're starting to bring more shows back with increased crowds and um, I think you know look yeah I, I mean it feels like things are starting to go back to normal as far as live shows goes. Um, it's taken a bit of time, but it's it's progressing. I guess, you know, we're in the middle of summer here right now, so I guess we're all looking at, you know, June, July, August, when it's going to be the middle of winter here and how are things going to be at that stage. Hopefully they'll still be okay and we can be back to doing full-on gigs as we were, but it's all kind of up in the air. But at least we have music being played here again, which is really good. Mm -hmm. As far as us playing gigs goes, possibly. Although our guitar player is going to become a dad in March for the first time. So he will have, you know, a few things on his plate. So we're just going to sort of wait and see how the year pans out, whether they get back to, you know, full-on standing up, rocking out gigs, or whether everyone still has to sit down and not move. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to do those sort of gigs. I'd prefer to, to have the vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit selfish and I should, we should just play, but <laughs> I don't know. You've got to have the vibe. It's all about the vibe, man. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's how you know your music is working, because there's a vibe. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I don't know. We'll just we'll wait and see what happens through the year. It's going to be a busy year, but um, it's great that music is coming back here. We're very lucky because in most parts of the world, it's stopped at the moment, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it was such strange news to hear that a music festival happened 
in New Zealand. Yeah. And I wanted yeah. to confirm that it wasn't, I don't know, some weird thing people were trying to spread across the internet. Yeah. No, that happened. They've, they've done really well in New Zealand. Um, I don't think they've got any cases. They haven't had any for a long time. So they've done very well. Um, but again, it's summer. So who knows the next sort of six months? We'll see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had to remember that it's that it's the summer there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, it's, it is summer, but it's not summer, if you know what I mean. I'm looking out my window right now, and it's pouring rain and dark, and it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> not a day down. It's been, like, it's been like this for two two months, pretty much. <laughs> right, whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Jimmy, is there anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about or anything that you wanted to uh, to plug? Oh, well, no, look, just just the album is out, obviously, on all the streaming services. It's on Bandcamp as well. We have a Bandcamp um, account where you can uh, download it and buy it if you want to. We've got uh, the vinyl coming. We're going to be doing um, a, a video announcement over the next couple of weeks with that, and you'll be able to order the vinyls and you know T-shirts and all that sort of thing. Um, and thank you very much for having me on, man, because, um, it's great to chat to someone from the other side of the world that, that likes what we do. It's, it doesn't happen very often. So it's really nice to, to get that feedback. So thank you, John. Um, and we've got another video coming out, as you said, probably around the time this airs, it, it, it's going to be called river. Um, if it's not out when this airs, it won't be far behind it. Mm. And, um, yeah, we're just going to keep putting out music, keep putting out videos right through the year. And new music coming towards the end of the year, so we're not stopping. Stuff that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of stuffing going on here. There's a lot of stuffing. Yeah, yeah the stuffing <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> Beautiful. Like it. Yeah, who doesn't like it? Two seasons ahead. I love of stuffing. Us. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today, Jimmy. No worries, mate. Thank you very much for having me. All the best. All the best. Okay, go ahead and stop, please, sweetie.